for years I've wanted to cut my own hair. I've never been really good at styling my hair. And when it gets long, it starts to look like a bowl cut. It doesn't go all afro like your hair. I look like a serial killer or like a child with the bowl cut. And I did uh, – have you ever done Hills Bar in Mm-mm. Saginaw? It's just a bar open mic or a showcase. What night do they do that on? Wednesdays. And I bombed there and I sort of blame the bowl cut. <laughs> I think when I <laughs> – You think it was just the haircut? No, I walk out on stage and it's like I'm so nerdy and childish and whatever looking with the bowl cut. I don't command respect. <laughs> Do you have a picture of the bowl cut? It's not a bowl cut. It's just I start to have bangs. It's not like I, I cut it to be that way. But so You're looking like a little Dutch boy. <laughs> but uh, so I sort of work a weird schedule. I, I go into work really late. And it's really inconvenient for me to go in and get a haircut. Once my hair gets long, it takes me about a week to remember to call in in the middle of a work day. Where do you get a cut at? There's a place near where I live that's open until 8 p.m. It's like a great clips. Nice. It's not a barber shop. Is it one of those massage parlors? Oh, <laughs> get your hair cut and get your do they do that? dick jerked off. They might. <laughs> the one right there used to. Oh, haircut and okay. the massage. Well, I don't know about the Whoa. haircut, but I can promise you they give you a great hand massage. <laughs> you mean a, a hand massage or a dick massage with their hand? Massage with their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway, so... I just got to say, I'm not sure if it's fair to blame, like, a bull cut on why you didn't come off as, you know, commanding. Because, I mean, if there's anyone who ever commanded respect, it's Mo Howard. Mo Howard. From Three Stooges. Oh. No, you're probably right. It was probably the bull cut. (laughs) It doesn't help, is what I'm saying. I'm already sort of timid on stage and, like, nervous. And then the bull cut just makes it even worse. Do you feel that your stand-up's, like, been better since you cut it? A little bit, Yeah. I haven't completely bombed. I've, I've done a couple bar shows that were pretty low audience, so it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Like 10 years ago, like when I was just out of college, at a family reunion, just in conversation, I mentioned that I wanted to cut my own hair. And the intensity of the negative reaction from one of my aunts just shocked me. Like I had pictured her, if I had had the clippers in my hand, she would have said like, no, and just like <laughs> dove across the room. I didn't understand her intense negative reaction for me wanting to cut my own hair. You're like the Zohan. Yeah. The Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to cut hair and his family didn't accept him. Yeah. That sounds kind of kind of similar to you. I'm like the, the Zohan of cutting my own hair, I guess. <laughs> Could you cut someone else's hair or just yours? I just want to do it myself for the convenience. Right. It's not like I'm itching to <laughs> this, satisfy This burning my, passion. I think the whole framework of how a barbershop hair salon, the whole business model is fundamentally flawed because, for one, it's inconvenient. So they have like nine to five business hours, which I think is like a weird holdover from like the 1950s when women were stay-at-home moms and they had all day to go out and run errands and stuff. Sometimes they're open past five. They're open to like six or seven. Eight is sort of unusual, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they're only open a couple hours on the weekend. They're not open the full weekend. So I think that's annoying. Most stores have started to broaden their hours. Like grocery stores, most of them are 24 hours. All right. Uh, at least half of them. Well, all the Walmarts, the Myers. Oh, yeah. Uh, fast food has started to become more often 24 hours or like open until midnight or 2 a.m. for mm-hmm. Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. But for some reason, hairstylists and hair salons, barbershops are, are a weird holdout. They don't want to stay open late. 
And I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I think that's also because the FBI is going to think they're a prostitution ring. So there's that. Yeah. Well, you know, one, one thought too, though. I mean, if you go grocery shopping in the middle of the night, you know, that, that's on the customer. If you get like fast food in the middle of the night and your order's screwed up, that's not too big of a deal. But if, you're, if you've got like some tired, like slap happy barber messing with your hair, <laughs> that's something that's going to go noticed. That's a good point. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Kate keeps referring back to this uh, haircut prostitution ring. <laughs> I feel like she knows something. I'm going to start getting my haircut again. <laughs> I'm just saying, I know how to find them. They're really easy to spot. How do you spot them? Uh, anything that has really weird hours. Seems like they're always closed, but once in a great while, there's a car there. <laughs> Very attractive staff. Sometimes. Usually Asian. <laughs> do you frequent these establishments to, to there, gain there this There was one right in front of us. Oh, that was real? <laughs> that was real. I wasn't lying about that. that I got to go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Noah comes back with just a fresh haircut. I called it way before they got popped. Oh, they already got popped. So it's over. Yeah. They're done. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Those were the hair salon. They cut your hair and then. It had nothing like to do with hair. Bar. I don't it's know like why it even got bar brought there. up. I don't know. Close enough. It's all the same. <laughs> Um, and so another thing about hair places, they have a complete disregard for their customers' time. So mm-hmm. if you schedule an appointment, when you arrive, you usually still have to wait. I think that's crazy. I feel like your hair is kind of long. Like, are you growing it out right now, or are you getting, getting it cut soon? I'm hopefully going to get cut when I can. I've actually got, like, reasons I actually can't cut it right now. Like, life and death reasons? Sad reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! I've done like acting stuff, and they still have to like do like photos and stuff. Oh my god! You said that so crazy. I was like, is it something like under your hair that we can't see? What's going on? (laughs) But I feel like us three are prime candidates for this idea because we don't get our hair cut frequently. Either we're just bad hygiene, or we just too lazy to get our hair cut frequently. And they're both kind of the same thing, I suppose. Yeah. I don't believe you should have to wait in line for anything ever. And any business that makes you wait in line, it's just fundamentally flawed. Unless it's like a doctor where it's urgent. They have to service somebody who's dying. Mm -hmm. I think instead of making the customer wait, they should have to wait. So they should just not book so many people that they're constantly working. Mm -hmm. They should swallow the boredom instead of making their customers do it. Maybe six months ago, I went in to get a haircut in... They said 10 minutes. I was a walk-in. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching her cut a almost completely bald man's. She wasn't cutting his hair. <laughs> she was cutting the air around his head, <laughs> just cutting nothing. This went on for at, at least a half hour. <laughs> and I was fuming, angry. I didn't yell, but trying to just relax. And so I decided after this annoying experience, fuming, waiting for them to not cut a bald man's head. <laughs> this was the last straw. Fuck it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to cut my own hair. Oh, so did you – is this last cut your, your own – that's well, a Tom original right there? It <laughs> was, but I fucked up and I had to go in and – Oh, right. <laughs> so I was saying it looks nice. It looks, like, it looks good right now. And so like, like I said, uh, instead of the customer waiting – they should make sure they schedule enough time so that they're waiting between customers because, for one thing, the average customer's time is more valuable than a hairstylist's time. Is this how we really want to construct our society where a ER doctor or a businessman whose time is valuable, he could be helping the world, he could be engineering something or whatever, and we make him sit there for 20 minutes and wait for Tammy some <laughs> hairstylist, she should be the one waiting 
The other thing is she's getting paid to wait. The only thing worse than having to wait around when you're getting paid is having to wait around when you're not getting paid. So if you flip it so the person waiting is getting paid, you're lowering the overall amount of suffering in the world. And, and this applies to all industry. And the other thing is you're hiring more people because they're not constantly cutting hair. So they have to hire more of them so that there's always enough there to respond quickly to the customers coming in. And the economy needs jobs more than we need like cheap prices. We're just shedding jobs. I think it's a better way to construct society to overstaff and make the staff wait around than to try to cram that have the, ex- the oh, minimum yeah. amount of people just being constantly busy and making all the customers wait around for them. And so basically I want to destroy the current haircut business model. Mm-hmm. I hate it so much. A lot of people are angry at big oil or big banks. I'm angry at big hair. <laughs> but – uh my idea to make hair salons, barbershops better is to have like an Uber-like app. <laughs> so the way to make it work is you would have maybe a few staff during prime hours, they're there full time. And then you would have Uber-like people who take appointments through an app. And they could do that 24 hours a day. It'd be like a 24-hour gym. It'd be mostly empty at night. They wouldn't have a full-time staffer there at night. If somebody wants a 2 a.m. haircut, they would sign up with the app. Hmm. If a hairstylist wanted to cut the hair, then they would show up at 2 a.m. They wouldn't be forced to, and they might be able to barter on price a little bit through the app because it's an annoyance to come in at 2 a.m. What about a hairdresser that comes to your house? Yeah, uh-huh. I thought about that first, but then I thought a lot of hairstylists are women. They probably won't feel safe walking into somebody's house. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is pretty scary. I, I guess that's true. Especially at, like, weird hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is you don't want to leave hair all over your floor. So they would have to bring all of the haircutting equipment. They'd have to bring all the sweeping equipment. It, I don't think that, that would work. So you could have the Uber-like app for off hours. Or you could also have it when demand is high during peak hours. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have the 9 to fivers. And they're trying to keep up with walk-ins and people who are coming in. But if the demand gets too high, then you could have the Uber haircut app people come in even during normal hours to lower the wait time of the people. Mm-hmm. And I think just having that app there and if people rate them as, oh, I had to wait 20 minutes, one star, mm-hmm. just having the app will force them to lower the wait time and to be more responsive to people. I was just going to say, but like if it were like an Uber-like app to get your haircut – That'd be kind of funny because how people like get like their food delivered to like their workplaces have somebody come and get a haircut at their workplace. That'd be really sick. <laughs> but yeah, my my idea was not that to have them cut it at other places. But I thought, well, people aren't going to want to come to some strip mall at two a.m. where all the other businesses are closed and just the haircut place is open, and it's just one stylist in there. It, that'll seem sort of creepy. So I thought, where do you put the place where people feel safe going at like two a.m. Yeah. And my thought was grocery stores. <laughs> so some of the grocery stores like Meyer in Ann Arbor has a haircut place in there. Do they? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. By the checkouts. Is it like a company that's in there or is it just like a Meyer brand? It's a, it's a company and they have a Starbucks in there and a Chase Bank in there. Hmm. It's and, like a mall. Yeah. And that's pretty crazy. I think that's the solution because at 2 a.m., first of all, nobody robs a Meyer. Nobody goes to the checkout lane five with a gun and holds them up. Oh, yeah. 
So it's safe that way. It's well lit. There's lots of workers stocking the shelves at night. So Mm -hmm. you just feel safe there. And it's probably the only place you'd feel safe going at like 2 a.m., even like Taco Bell, I think is a little sketchy at 2 a.m. because a lot of times those places are like it's just their drive-through that's open. Yeah, I feel but, like anything in the dark is just scary. Yeah. So then you're like pulling behind the Taco Bell building, so people from the main road can't see you in your car at, at night in the dark. Uh, but I think grocery stores, people feel perfectly safe. At least I do at 2 a.m. Yeah. And the other thing is, I used to love. When I lived in Ann Arbor, going to the haircut place in the mire because if I just needed to get some groceries, I would walk in and I would see if there was a line at the haircut place. And if there was, I would just walk by. And if there wasn't a line, I would get my haircut. So, like, within a couple of weeks, I would end up getting a haircut. And I wouldn't have to remember to schedule an appointment. I wouldn't have to wait in line. It's just convenient. I'm Noah Chap. I'm Sam Silverstein. I'm your host, Tom Walma. This is Creativity Wasted. And I am calling from my car because it's horrible weather and I'm late. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. You can get uncut episodes, early access to episodes, notes about the ideas, and bonus stuff like that. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Thanks for listening.